Hey everybody and welcome back to another Chris Chipman, a.k.a. The Chippa. The Chippa made this movie review. Um, we're back again with more coverage for Salem Horror Fest 2020. If you're listening to this on Halloween weekend, this is the last weekend of the virtual leg of Salem Horror Fest. And um, here's some movies that hopefully you can still catch as part of the virtual leg of the Horror Fest. In fact, um, it's uh, 50% off right now, I believe, if you chime in for the... Uh, the virtual part this weekend. Um, so, uh, you know, me, if you're listening to me for the first time, my name is Chris Chipman, a.k.a. The Chippa. You can find um, all of my content by searching The Chippa Made This. I make many podcasts. I do movie reviews. I have a YouTube channel. And I just try to put all around positive and good content out onto the internet and support and get views on um, people's work, whether, you know, it's uh, some director that made a bigger film that's come on or you know whether it's someone trying to get you know their stuff out there um i hope you come to uh, my reviews and my podcasts um just to you know get that positive energy and you know listen to someone having a good time talking to people and doing what he's doing okay the next film um that i'm going to talk about from salem horror fest 2021 and again this is chris chipman aka the chippa for the chippa made this podcast and reviews and all that fun stuff um this if you're listening to this when it first releases this is the final weekend of salem horror fest 2021 they're extending their virtual um to through to halloween so there's only a couple days left and uh if you miss these films in the virtual festival before be sure to check them out um because i'm sure all of them are going to be playing in other stuff um particularly this one you're going to want to be on the lookout for it is called take back the night it was directed by gia elliott and written by gia elliott and emma fitzpatrick and emma fitzpatrick is actually the star of the film as jane um who is an artist that goes by the handle Jane Doe does. It's a very um, important, and uh, the, the movie, even though it's got a pretty big cast, is centered around um, this woman. It also stars Angela Gulner as the sister, Jennifer LaFleur as the detective, Sabongail Miambo as the reporter, Karina Kinnear as the monster, Katie Sharp as the friend, Natalie D'Amico as the young wife, Jeff Var- Jess Varley, sorry, as the fan, Mecca Morgan White as the party bartender, Richard McDowell as the gatekeeper, Kwanzaa Gooden as the nurse, Tony Scuro, Tony Scuro, Scuro, I hope I got that right, as the police officer, Kai Choice as the couple on the couch, Ariel Light as the other part of the couple on the couch, Karama Denqua as the girl on the street, Danielle Perez as the grilled cheese maker, Sean M. Richards as the professor, um, as Sean Richards, and Chelsea Harris as the whistleblower. The synopsis of this film is finding herself the victim of a violent monster attack. Jane launches a vigilante campaign to hunt the beast that tried to kill her. Jane's efforts intensify, but her troubling history of drug use and mental illness bubbles to the surface, causing her family, community, and authorities to question the authenticity of her account. Suddenly alone in her fight, Jane starts to doubt her own memory of the attack, to doubt if the monster exists at all. Um, this film, um, 
not by accident is it called Take Back the Night. Take Back the Night is a um, a sexual assault survival charity. Um, And I think even their logo being the half moon is a very heavily used visual in this film. Um, In fact, the film, um, its final shot, you know, without blowing where the movie goes, um, is information on how to get help from this charity and other places. Um, They do not shy away from the fact that this is the allegory they're going for in this film. Um, This is a movie that starts with a character named Jane going down an escalator into the subway and being questioned in a voiceover over the events that happened to her on the night she was allegedly attacked. And that's a very, very important thing that continues and theme that continues throughout the movie. And you hear her questioning this questioner, you know, what do you mean allegedly? What are you saying? Um, Obviously the person is not believing her and, it culminates in the very, very, very opening shots of this movie of her looking like she's jumping in front of a train to kill herself. Cut to what happened the night in question. Um, her name is Jane. She's an artist. They're having a big party at a gallery. It's probably, it, I believe it's at her apartment, um, but it might just be at a gallery close by. Um, because when we see her apartment a little later, it's fairly cleaned up, but you know, it's a little bit unclear, but it seems to be the case. Um, anywho, she's at this party having a good time. Um, her sister, who seems to be her rock and, you know, her moral compass, um, who seems to have her own stuff going on. There seems to be a bit of a rift for whatever reason between them. She's like, no, I really don't want to, you know, let loose till my sister comes, gets a message from the sister that the sister isn't going to make it and lets loose, takes a bunch of unknown drugs, drinks a bunch, um, ends up sleeping with a random person's husband or new fiance. Actually, I think it was her brand new husband in the bathroom, um, during her little bender. This character is obviously someone that, um, likes to have a good time, doesn't necessarily always make the best decisions. I want to put a pin in the fact, though, that even if that's how you carry yourself in your life, something terrible like a sexual assault happening to you, um, or worse, um, you know, prior actions are always used against someone to go, well, look at the way they were dressed or look at the way they were walking or look at what they were doing. That doesn't matter. The attacker not being able to control themselves should not be the blame of the victim. That's one of the big overarching themes of this film. Anyway, so Jane, you know, this happens. She realizes, you know, after seeing the woman waiting at the bar, wondering when her husband's going to come out of the bathroom, what happened? Um, Meets a fan, fan pukes, upsets people that are, you know, running the party. She decides, you know, I'm going to walk this person, you know, down to the front, get her an Uber, um, you know, and kind of like just let the situation that I just got myself in the middle of kind of air out so I can, you know, reconcile with, you know, what's been going on. It's a loft, sketchy elevator. Elevator is brought back up. She's unable to ring to come back up is alone in like this alleyway where this is. She's like, you know, fuck it. I'm going to walk. Starts walking to get out to the main street. Um, It's in an area that looks like, you know, it gets locked up to cars at night. So that gatekeeper we mentioned earlier is a guy that um, is, you know, basically I'm, I'm closing this door, find another way out. She had heard some noises and some rumbles, had seen some, you know, barrels get pushed around. Next we know there's this, flies flying around in the air and this black shadow type thing very reminiscent of the alien creatures in attack the block with the way that it's filmed and kind of shown but not show comes out 
cut to Jane walking down the street, obviously meant to look like something really, really, really horrific has happened to her, ends up at the hospital, um, ends up being questioned, you know, because she's obviously the survivor of some sort of assault. So we've got this detective questioning her. The detective, um, you know, is very clear that, you know, this is, you know, she's the victim here, yada, yada, yada. The sister shows up finally, gives the spiel. She wants a lawyer. She wants a lawyer. Detective questions why and just says, well, Jane has kind of a rocky past. Um, Jane decides to deal with this by putting her um, events as she remembers them from that night out through her Instagram, gets a lot of followers, gets a lot of people digging up her past. Apparently, there was something with their mutual mother from when they were younger. Um, and all of these things culminate up to make her story less and less believable. That culminates to the detective checking in. She had been checked into a rehab facility for having some mental issues. Her mother may have also had some mental issues. Um, she goes on live TV to discuss it is made to look like a fool. Um, the detective, because of the fabrication of the man that she had slept with that night and everything else, believes that, you know, it's quite possible that Jane may be making this up out of the feeling of defeat from having, you know, gone on a bender and slept with someone's husband. Um, that person, you know, comes out and kind of gets that story pushed even higher. So it's all about this victim not being believed and people taking the simplest low-hanging fruit of path of least resistance to go, yep, um, yeah, I, you know, I don't want to believe you, so now that I have this thing, it's obvious that I can't believe you. Complete to her failing a lie detector test, and there being weird things about her credit card being used at a few places in between where she was supposedly attacked in the hospital, blood and things left. So it's it's all very kind of left ambiguous for a long period of time as to whether or not even you as the viewer believe this person, until we see her get attacked again. Um until we see the detective finding other people online that have similar stories and similar markings like the half moon scar on the wrist. Um, after this point, I'm not going to tell you where the film goes, but let's just say it runs this wonderful fine line between standard horror monster movie tropes and scenes. It's filmed beautifully. The sound design is excellent. The acting is excellent, but it runs this fine line between still, you know, a, an intense, you know, get your heart racing standard trope wise monster movie with this allegory that really makes it mean so much more going on. Um, I absolutely loved it. Um, I highly recommend checking it out. Um, you know, I'll be watching everything from these people coming forward because if this is um, any idea of what this director, writer, crew, and actors um, have in store. Um, they make very professional-looking films, and I can't wait to see what they have coming out next. So that was Take Back the Night, Salem Horror Fest 2021. And I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye-bye.